Chapter 18. Choices. F.A. Kingfisher, Edo, and Bosch. Late spring to mid-August, 2354. I wake and kick my leg out from the soft sheets of the bed. I lift myself on my elbow and brush the hair back from Takai's sleeping face. He is so handsome. His slightly bronzed skin, that black hair that matches his now closed deep dark eyes with the long lashes. I trace his eyebrows that arch attractively over his eyes. My finger moves along the arc of one of his cheekbones, then outlines the curve of his jaw. I move my hand to his strong chest, and then a bit lower as I kiss him and whisper, Good morning. He opens his eyes, smiles, and pulls me close. Mm, I like waking up with you in my bed. I smile as I rest my head on his chest, then I frown. Only three more weeks, and then my year abroad is up, and I will be returning to Bosch. Takai plans to return to Edo to become a diplomat and continue his research on the countries and cultures of the old Earth days. As if reading my mind, I feel Takai's arms hug me tighter. Come with me to Edo, cat. I want you there. I love you. I look up at him. We have had variations on this conversation daily for the past month. I look at him lovingly, my face pleading. And I love you. It's not that I don't want to be with you, Takai. I do. So much. But I can't live in Edo. Bosch is my home. And I was only assigned out of the country for a year. I'm due back June 1st. He quiets and looks dejected. I hate this. But then I see his face light up. Wait. What if you just came for a little while, a couple of months? You must be owed leave time after this year, and then I could come to Bosch with you. I hadn't thought about that. I do have leave time, and we are so close to Edo. I want to see it in all its beauty, and I want to meet Takai's family, who sound worldly and experienced. You'd really come to Bosch with me? Absolutely. I can do research anywhere. He scrambles to sit up. We can make this work, Cat. As long as we are together, we can make this work. His enthusiasm is contagious, and I sit up laughing. Okay. 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 I'll call Papa today, and I'll tell him I am taking two months' leave and going to Edo. I reach out and kiss him, and we tumble back to the bed, the plans for the day put on hold for the moment. Trooper, you have an obligation to report back for duty. Teddy's voice was firm and clear. This arrangement was made very clearly for one year only. It didn't include running off with Officer Ido. Kat's voice came through equally clear, and with more than a little heat on the calm. I know my obligations, MC, but don't forget, Bosch pirate or no, I am an independent person who can make my own fucking choices. I am not bound by a deal struck up between two or three men about me without my consent. Teddy leaned back in his seat. He liked the spirit he was hearing and the forcefulness of it. She had found her voice, surely. He just didn't like the content. Cat, I... Papa. Cat interrupted over the comm. It's only two months. I have the leave coming to me. I've never taken any. I want this chance. I'm certainly not turning my back on Bosch or the BPF. I'm not really asking your permission, even as Master Commander. But I want your approval, Papa. I love this man. Teddy sat in his office with the comm on speaker and lifted his 30-year service globe in preparation to throw it across the room. This was an unexpected development of his decision to have Kat go abroad. He thought wildly that he would have kept her home on Bosch had he known this would happen. 
Then he took a breath and realized that was not true. While it pained him to think she would not be coming home immediately, he had made the assignment in the hopes that she would grow and find her path. And the reports were glowing, successful teamwork, leadership roles, less hitting, and her voice was so happy when she spoke of this Edo fellow. Teddy wanted her to be happy. He sighed and set the globe back in its place. He took out a photo of himself and Cat he carried in his breast pocket. The two of them were mugging for the camera, arms over each other's shoulders and grinning after a particularly dodgy mission. He smiled at it. Of course, you have both mama's and my blessings and approval, always, he said as heartily as he could muster. It's just, we will miss you. It's only two months. I'll be back on duty August 1st, and I'll bring Takai. Her voice bubbled with excitement. I love you, Papa. Yep, same. August, then, he said gruffly. You, uh, you take care of yourself. Shige Oshima stood erect and looked intently at Takai. He was a shade shorter than his son, but like him, his raven hair was still thick and held no gray. His son had inherited Shigo's handsome features as well, but had made use of them far more prolifically. Son, this woman is an outsider. She does not follow the way. She is a pirate, a ruffian. I'm sure your time with her has been quite exhilarating, as it was with your other dalliances. You have shown her Ido. Now accompany her to her home in Bosch and leave her there. Your mother is right. You need to come home and find a proper Edoan wife. Takai turned and looked out the window at Mizuyama as it rose steeply from the valley where his parents lived in the village of Kiharu. He sighed as he listened to his father admonish him once again. If he parsed each sentence, he couldn't find anywhere his father was mistaken. Even his conclusions and plan were appropriate for a man who wished to be a diplomat of the caliber of Shigeo and Yumika Shima. The fact was, Takai was in love with Cat Wallace in a way that made all other issues fade into background noise. And while he knew he could not live in Bosch, he was hoping for some solution that would allow him to keep the vibrant woman in his life and in his bed. He had never been so captivated for so long by any woman. Yumiko came forward and put her hand on her son's arm. Takai, we only wish for you to be happy. This pirate woman with her man's haircut and her brand and her tattoos and her swagger and boisterousness could never be at home here. She needs one of her own kind, as do you. Takai looked at his mother. She was always so carefully put together. Her shoulder-length black hair was pulled meticulously back and held with the gold barrette Takai had brought back from overseas. Yumiko's face was all angles, but almost no wrinkles. And he remembered how someone in the family had once told him she had been offered a job modeling when she was younger. Naturally, she had declined, because such a job was not proper. But Takai always remembered the story. He frowned now. The idea of Cat with another man, a Bosch man, deeply offended him. He replied earnestly. Cat has been working hard to fit in. Her head knees is coming along. She took up the assistant position that has long been open with the physicians, and she is learning a great deal there. We are happy together. His mother gave a small, scornful laugh. Happy? Honestly, Takai. The two of you spend all your time hiking around the mountain mornings and evenings and hidden away in that shack you call a cabin. I do not see you taking her to the temple or to other society events. And you know why you don't. We don't spend all our time hiking, Takai thought with an inward smile and then sighed. 
Again, his parent was not wrong, at least about society events. Takai knew that Kat's disregard for social niceties would be shocking to most Adoans, as it was to his parents. But that wasn't why he did not take her to the temple. No, Kat had made it clear from the start she had no interest in going or even learning about the way. The universe and I have an understanding. I don't delve into its inner workings, and it leaves me the hell alone, she had told him, following up with, how does the way or any other spiritual path explain what happened in Belcoast? He sighed and said resignedly, perhaps you and father are right, mother. I will talk with her about this, in Bosch. It is so good to be home. I take a deep breath and smell the familiar summer scents of blueberry and fur, dust and a hint of seaweed as I walk home from the base Friday afternoon. Summer in Bosch. I missed it entirely last year. And while the Adoan Mountain scents of Hinoki and flocks are delightful, this smells like home. I'm so tired, though. Takai says it must be jet lag. It was the farthest distance I'd flown, but flying never bothered me before. It's probably the pace I've been keeping. Since arriving home two weeks ago, I have been on four glitter missions, two with a unit which is a leap for me. I still like my solo work, but after the Kingfisher, I have also come to enjoy working with a team. The glitter missions themselves have all been straightforward, no need to fight, but lots of negotiation. I have also run two solo extractions. One of the two did require some force, but in my defense, they shot at me first. Of course, I was robbing them of a rather exquisite piece of art that they believed was theirs, but ownership is not my issue. Completing my mission and getting paid are what matter to me. If they want to hire me to retake it and return it, I'm in. For a price. And it was fun. I arrive at the little white house just a block or so for Mama and Papa's that they rent out. They have it set up for Takai and me. The house is quiet when I open the door, so I assume Takai is in the study and I make a beeline for the couch and blanket and promptly fall asleep. Cat. I feel a hand on my shoulder gently shaking me. Cat, wake up. I shake my head and try to drag myself from sleep and see Takai sitting next to me, his brow wrinkled. You fell asleep on the couch again. We are due at your parents' house in just a few minutes. How long have I been asleep? My brain is foggy and I realize I'm really hungry, but a bit queasy as well. I don't know, a bell or so? Are you okay? You fall asleep every night as soon as you come home from work. Are you doing too much? His voice is worried. Then my brain clicks on, and I remember the conversation we had this morning. What do you care? You told me you're leaving soon anyway. I stand up and turn my back to him, folding the blanket that was over me neatly and smoothing the sofa cushions, before I begin tidying the side table. I deliberately avoid looking at him. I hear him exhale heavily and I glance over at his face. I can't quite read his expression. Is he sad or guilty? This morning, he told me that he was planning to return to Edo soon and wasn't sure when he'd be back. Something about his father and his diplomacy training. He looks at me and starts to talk. Cat, you know I love you, but... Ugh. No conversation that starts that way ever turns out well. Let's go to dinner. We can talk about this when we get home. I want to put it off for a few more hours. I can't believe he's leaving me, but it is clear that's where this is headed. Papa will be thrilled. I blink back tears. Let me go change and we can go. I hustle up the stairs without waiting for an answer.